There is something about casual relationships and the culture of hooking up that I haven't been able to wrap my head around. Every time I have had a guy over and every time that I have gone to a guy's place to hook up, I have never once felt this desire to hang around afterwards and sleep. Like, yo, why would I sleep over and then have to wake up and hang out? And then the following day is all fucked up because now I'm late for my errands in class and oops, I missed my train home and you see where I'm going with this? Let me just explain why I think it's stupid and makes no sense. Here's the thing, when you meet up with somebody in a casual relationship, the whole point, at least in my experience, of a casual relationship has been sex. It's physical. It's called a casual relationship for a reason. It's temporary, fleeting, short-lived. I don't want any part of an emotional attachment. If I did want emotional attachment, then I would be seeking a healthy, stable, reciprocal relationship. I feel like people start to lose themselves and get hurt in cases where they expect emotional reciprocity. But ladies, you can't expect to have emotional bonds in a relationship where you are hooking up with someone because if you do, then you're setting yourself up for disappointment. If you want that emotional connection, then you need to express it from the beginning. The most crucial part of any hookup is going to be the early stages. That is where you define what it is that you want. That is where you demonstrate the kind of attention you are willing to give, and the kind of attention you want to receive. So it's always in your best interest to know what you want, or at least have an idea of a basic foundation of what you're seeking, before diving into the shark-infested waters. If by some chance both of you happen to form emotional bonds along the casual relationship journey, that's normal. This kind of thing does happen occasionally, even though I personally have never developed emotional feelings if they weren't already present at the start or very beginning stages. But hey, that's just me. It's different for everyone. The desire for emotional connection has been an element that has formed upon initial contact for me. When this kind of thing happens, I always make sure to behave in such a way to establish that this was understood and that these emotional needs were being met. Otherwise, how is he supposed to know what I need from him? Once again, communication is key. If you want an emotional relationship with somebody, you need to express that and start working on that from the beginning to make sure that those emotional needs are met and that this will become and continue to be a healthy relationship. That being said, in the casual relationships that I have had, I wanted to make sure that my physical needs were being met. Physical satisfaction was the number one priority. So if I was getting what my body wanted, then why would I hang around after sex? You see what I'm saying? The physical didn't necessarily need to go hand in hand with the emotional. No, you're still not following me? Okay, let me put this in a more straightforward term. We just had great sex, and I'm feeling very satisfied and content. Now boy, bye. I have a life. That's really the bottom line here. After having my fun in the bedroom, I now need to reshift my focus to something else, whether that's studying for a test, cleaning my room, or eating meal because I'm hungry as fuck. Like, sir, I gotta go and so do you. You successfully satisfied my physical need, hopefully, and now I have things to do. Like, guess what? You are not the center of my universe, so please head towards the exit door. My life is not just an endless search for physical pleasure. Where is it? Hmm. Okay, to be completely and blatantly honest, let me put it like this for you. If I am hanging around in bed with you after the deed is done, 
it isn't going to lead to a deep discussion about climate change. I'll make sure of that. I definitely don't remember signing up for that shit. Staying in bed with you doesn't indicate my interest in hearing about your life goals, nor does it indicate a desire to, quote, get to know you better. If I'm still under those sheets, it means we are going to have sex yet again. I mean, we're both lying there naked, touching each other, half closing our eyes because in our little heads we are telling ourselves, hey, time for bed, stop stroking the pretty man's chest. Let's start counting those sheep, girl. And so what is the logical response to this behavior? Yep, we're gonna fuck once more. Just have sex until you're so tired you can't even speak anymore. Bingo! That's my usual go-to self-defense mechanism to avoid unnecessary chit-chat. Sometimes it works, but when you get stuck with those sensitive types, it often backfires. Oh well, live and learn. I sound super terrible right now, I'm aware, but there is no way to sugarcoat my thoughts on this matter. You want some background? Oh yeah, so let's talk more about me. Right, so what ends up happening with me is really quite simple. If I'm with someone that I'm not in an emotionally binding relationship with, then there are really only two paths to choose from. We either have sex and then I find an escape route to avoid staying past 2 or 3 a.m., or we end up having sex until the wee early hours of 5 or 6 a.m., and then I disappear two hours later after a much-deserved nap. Because boy, if I stay the night, we are going to make the most of the moment. I just can't do the thing where you have sex, go to bed at midnight, wake up and have morning sex and eat breakfast and chat. I disappear before they even wake up. It's almost as if I was never there. Because I have things to do. We all have things to do. Morning sex is also super distracting and messes up the rest of the day for me. I think there exists a stronger tendency for girls to want to stay over and prolongate the experience as much as possible, or at least this is what society has made me believe, I don't know. Because in my experience, it's pretty much always been the guy who shows signs of wanting to stay over and get comfortable. And that's why I disappear. Every time that I have left early or disappeared from a guy's place, they have always been incredibly thrown off by this behavior. Once they eventually do wake up and discover my absence, I start to receive texts asking me, Why did you leave? You should have stayed. I was going to make you breakfast, and we were going to watch that show, remember? Again, this all feels very weird to me because we are not in a relationship. If we were, then yes, of course we can have a nice homemade breakfast and waste half our day binge-watching TV sitcoms. Communication remains the biggest problem in these scenarios. That's probably why I tend to be very blunt, and I would advise you to be blunt as well. Not harsh, not cold, but blunt and honest. Just make sure your intentions and expectations are clear from the start. What you want from the other person needs to be clear to them, otherwise how in the fucking hell are they going to be able to satisfy you? So, I'll do this thing. It ties into the disappearing habit that I mentioned earlier. I've been given the nickname The Fox due to my tendency to disappear and reappear without people even noticing. It ties into my social and sex life quite well, but if I'm being completely honest, it's not like I asked for this to happen. I'm just an early riser and always will be. One of the main triggers behind this whole Fox thing is my inability to sleep past 8am. I'm not kidding. As a child, I trained as an athlete until I graduated high school. 
so I was used to waking up six days a week at either 5 or 6 a.m. After all those years of getting up early to train, my body is fucked up. And despite the absence of sports in my current life, I continue to wake up naturally at the crack of dawn. I suppose it's just ingrained into my system at this point. Hmm, maybe I'll write a book about my fucked up sleeping schedule later. I should really see a specialist about this. So anyways, like I was saying, I disappear a lot in the morning after sex, because my perspective is, yo, I have things to do today, so I can't exactly sit around here and wait for you to wake up. A lot of people my age, okay, everyone my age, wakes up later than I do. And while you lie there dreaming of unicorns and rainbows, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to search your house for items to keep me entertained, and I didn't exactly bring some light post-sex reading in the event that you decide to wake up four hours after me. I'm prepared. Yes, but I'm not that prepared. And yo, ladies, don't you want to go to your own home and shower so you feel reborn? I know what you're thinking. Oh, but I want to take a shower with him. Okay, first of all, you should have done that the night before if you had any brains, and secondly, if you have ever taken a shower with someone you were hooking up with, then you very well know that showering in that manner leads to more intercourse and an insufficiently clean body, so think again, honey. Like, it's been great, but get out. So we've gone over the whole me being a fox thing. What else is there? Oh, cuddling. Jeez, cuddling. I have always hated cuddling. I do. People think that cuddling will lead into sleep. Okay, if you're a regular human being and you are cuddling and touching and stroking a person after you've just had sex, uh, you're gonna have sex again. Unless you don't know how to cuddle properly, and in that case, I can't help you. Oh my god, this chapter is doing a great job in bringing out my inner bitch. But these are things that need to be discussed, and I can't waste time softening my arguments. Cuddling is a huge problem with casual relationships. It throws you off emotionally. We all think cuddling is sweet and innocent until someone puts it into their head that this means something. Oh, the two most dreaded words. It doesn't mean anything, sweetie. It just feels good. And it's completely normal for humans to enjoy physical contact and to seek it out. It makes sense that all of this feels good, but you have to know when to stop and how to interpret this behavior. Cuddling doesn't mean that the relationship is serious. It means that you are hooking up with a human being and not a robot. Congratulations. This is why it has always been my rule, well, more of a habit, I suppose, to leave and get people out as soon as possible. I have never once regretted it. It sends a very clear message and lays down some boundaries early on. It conveys the message that we can have fun, but that when the sun rises, we go back to our lives. I really think there is something mythically toxic about waking up to the sunrise with someone and beginning the new day together. Like, no bitch, leave his house or get him out of yours. I don't care how big his dick is, don't lose sight of your priorities and what you need. After putting this all into perspective, I think we can firmly conclude that if what you really need and want is to spend the night with someone and then find yourself lying next to them the next morning, then you need to be conscious of the decision you're making and the aftermath that will be greeting you the next day. If this is the path you're choosing, then you need to be emotionally stable enough to handle the consequences of that. Because I'm telling you right now that there is a huge difference between the following two scenarios. Scenario number one. Guy comes over. We fuck. He leaves. I shower and go to sleep in a comfortable position. 
I wake up, take a nice shit, and eat a giant ass breakfast, living my best life. Scenario number two. Guy comes over. We fuck and then somehow fall asleep despite the super uncomfortable sleeping position he has insisted we get into. He stays over. I wake up. Oh shit, there he is. I need to shower, but do I trust this motherfucker in my room alone? Also, damn, why did I eat Mexican yesterday? I'm just saying, there's a difference. Think a little bit. Do you mean